Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterlin. So tomorrow is, is election day here in the city of New Orleans. We're, we're voting... For mayor, we're voting for city council. And um, I I always think elections are extremely important. But there's a lot of times when when you see how many people actually showed up to vote, it's not that many. We'll see tomorrow in New Orleans the percentage of registered voters here in the city who show up. Will will 50% show up? Probably not. Will will 40% show up? Um, And and what's interesting about the mayor, uh, about the race tomorrow, is that we have our 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 mayor, uh, Lataxa Cantrell. Although I don't know if I should call her Lataxa anymore. I, I I've always called her Lataxa because she owed the IRS uh, about a decade's worth of back income taxes. Uh, her and her husband, the lawyer owed the IRS over $100,000. It was like one hundred and ten dollars or $115,000. And she owed them that money while she was a New Orleans City Council member. She owed them that money while she ran for mayor. And she owed them that money her first couple of years as mayor of New Orleans. But over the last year, during sometime during the last year, it was, it was during the pandemic, she made a deal with the IRS and she ended up paying them, from what I understand, about $35,000. Boy, that would be nice if uh, you or me or any American who didn't pay their federal income taxes for over a decade and then reached a deal with the IRS and you only paid about 30% of what you actually owed the federal government. Well, that was our mayor, Lataxa Cantrell. 
Um, but before that, I called her Latweeta because she she loves to tweet. She loves Twitter. And I called her Latweeta. I called her Lataxa. Um, I think her biggest nickname, though, well, some people call her Latoilet. But I think her biggest nickname is Latoya the Destroyer. But she's running for another four years as mayor of New Orleans tomorrow. And let's face the facts from, from everything I can tell. And I pay attention to this stuff. She's going to win. And she's going to win easily. I think there are 13 other people on the ballot. Most names many people haven't heard of. And and as far as I could tell, the people who like her and support her, I see them on social media, they think she's been great during the pandemic. They think she's handled things wonderfully and kept people in New Orleans safe, even though there are people on the other side of that discussion who feel she really hurt businesses. Um, But anyways, it looks like she's going to easily win another four years. And you know who's running for uh, re-election in the New Orleans City Council? Helena Moreno. Wait a minute, I don't want to sound like a gringo when I say that. Helena Moreno is running. And she's probably going to win again, too. People like her. I don't agree with her politically, but I like Elena Manero. I'm a big Elena Manero fan. Man, is she easy on the eyes. You know, she used to be on, uh, she used to be a news anchor, a news reporter on, on Channel 6 here in New Orleans. And, and then she was a state representative. Now she's a city councilwoman. I wonder if she's going to run for mayor maybe in four years, when Lataxa, Latuita, Latoya, the Destroyer uh, is, is finished. That'd be something. Mayor, Atlanta, Atlanta. Mayor, Atlanta. Mayor, Atlanta. Um, so that's tomorrow. That's, that's election day here in New Orleans, and it's supposed to be a nice, cool day tomorrow. There's a, there's a, there's a cold front moving in for a couple of days. Yeah, Coleman, you really, you don't like that at all. When it, when it gets below 75, you don't like it. Nah, not a fan. I have no issue with, when the cold fronts move in. I mean, I mean, most of the year we, we sweat our tails off. Many, 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 many days in this city. So, so when when a cold front like this comes in, I I like it. Yeah, you're one of those weirdos that wear shorts and stuff in weather like this. Um. So in Orleans Parish tomorrow in the city of New Orleans, it it, it is election day, and um, it, it never I've I've lived in this city now. I've lived in a few different neighborhoods. But I've lived in this city now, what's, what's, what's the end of 2020? It's going to be 2021. 
No, it's the end of 2021. It's going to be 2022. Uh, going on 14 years, almost 14 years I've lived in this city. And and I, I don't think anybody who I ever voted for won anything. Well, I'm the minority in this city. I'm a, I'm a white guy. I'm, I'm, I'm the minority of this city. And um, there aren't a lot of white libertarians who are running around the city of New Orleans. But but you think I'd get frustrated? You, you think you think I'd stop voting? I mean, it's going on 14 years, and I don't think anybody I ever voted for for anything ever won anything here in the city of New Orleans. Um, but I shouldn't let that stop me from from going out tomorrow. Um, quickly, one thing I just saw about our mayor, Lataxa Cantrell, she wants to pay young people $350 a month in a new program. She wants to pay 125 young people in between the ages of 16 and 24 who are either, uh, who are neither working nor in school. She wants to take 125 people who live in the city of New Orleans in between the ages of 16 and 24 who are neither working nor in school and she wants to pay them $350 a month. And when I say pay them, I should just say give them because they're not they're not doing anything to get the money. She just wants to give them $350 a month for most of next year under a program that seeks to help youth build wealth, and boost their financial literacy. Well, just giving them the money doesn't help with that. Earning the money helps with that. I know, Coleman. I agree with you. And, you know, there's a a couple of other cities in America that are doing this. But they're doing it, the other cities are doing it with just really poor people. And I I don't think there's an age limit. They're just paying them like 500 bucks or or 1,000 bucks or something like that a month just to help them. It's 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 just completely free money. Just giving poor people money here. You you obviously are having a tough time in the richest country in the history of mankind. Um, here, just take this. So she she wants to do that. Um, the residents will receive the funds through a prepaid bank card provided by a finance company. Um, and and evidently, charter school networks and other partners will uh, refer program participants to City Hall. But she, she that that's something new she wants to do next year. And, and she's going to do it. She's taking 125 people ages 16 to 24, who neither work or they don't they don't go to school, and she's just going to give them three hundred and fifty dollars a month every month for most of next year to 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 help them. I wonder how many people are going to quit their jobs and drop school just to get this free money. Well, three hundred fifty dollars a month that helps out, but I mean it doesn't go. Yeah, but you don't have to work for it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, just here's an extra three fifty for yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyways, tomorrow's election day. And those are the kind of things that people vote for Lataxa Cantrell for. Right there. We have a lot to get to on the show this morning. 
Aaron Rodgers has a, uh, his girlfriend is an actress. She's really, she's another one who's really easy on the eyes. Of course she is. She's Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend. She was just bragging about the size of his penis. We're going to talk about that. And uh, we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And yesterday... Odell Beckham Jr. made his decision and he decided to sign a, a one-year contract with the Los Angeles Rams. What's interesting about that is that two days ago, and, and we talked about it on, on our show yesterday, Odell Beckham Jr. let someone at ESPN know that he had narrowed it down to three teams. And the, and the Rams weren't one of the teams. The teams were the Green Bay Packers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the New Orleans Saints. And we were talking a little bit about that yesterday. How it would make a lot of sense for him. And remember, he's from, he's, he went to high school here in New Orleans. He played at uh, Isidore Newman uptown. Then he obviously went to LSU, was great there. But yesterday on the show when we were talking about it, uh, the man who left the Cleveland Browns, him and the organization, and, and, you know, they were in the, he was still under contract with Cleveland, but he sat down with management in Cleveland, said, I'm not happy here. I want out, and basically they, uh, they, they released him. And then when, when when that happens, if you're still under contract in the NFL, uh, you 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 get put on waivers, and then any team 
and and there's a there's a there's an order. Like the worst teams are at the top of the order, and the best teams are at the bottom of the order. A- any team, a, a team, could claim you off waivers, but they would have to pay you what's left on your contract. And so I don't think any team wanted to do that. And so he cleared waivers. And once he cleared waivers, that means that basically his contract was ripped up. He's no longer with the Cleveland Browns, and it was up to him to sign with any team he wanted to. We thought he narrowed it down to three teams, but uh, the Los Angeles Rams were a team, were, were the team, was the team that he signed with. And yesterday I said, boy, if it was one of those three teams that he first said he wanted to play for, it'd be something if Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball with Devontae Adams, another wide receiver, one of the best in the NFL on that team. It would have been something if Patrick Mahomes was throwing the ball with Tyreek Hill and their great tight end, Travis Kelsey, other other people catching balls on that team. And then if he came to the Saints, there, there is no other great wide receiver. Michael Thomas is out for the rest of the season. And plus he doesn't have a, a quarterback on the status of Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes that would be throwing him the ball. No, he, he didn't. Um <clears throat> But you look at the Los Angeles Rams, Coleman. Their quarterback is really good, Matthew Stafford. It's his first year with the Rams after being stuck in Detroit for over a decade. And they've got the literally the leading wide receiver in the NFL on their team right now, a guy named Cooper Cup. And they also have a great wide receiver named Robert Woods. So, you know, you put Odell Beckham on that team, with that quarterback and those receivers, he's going to make them a lot better. All right. Now, when it comes to New Orleans, have are your Facebook friends like mine? Have they already written the Saints off now that we didn't? Now that Odell Beckham has chosen not to come to New Orleans, who do we have other than Kamara and Ingram that can actually help the team? We're at, we're on our third string quarterback. Uh, I, I don't know what Taysom Hill Morales is like since he didn't get the quarterback position. We don't have any good receivers. Michael Thomas is going to play this year. We can't just lean on Kamara and Ingram every play. So some of my Facebook friends have already written. They, they're looking towards next season. They don't. They don't. They're not even going to pay attention to what's going on this season. They don't see a lot of hope and glimmer of light. I mean, look. As much as we love the Saints and root for the Saints, you know their chances of of getting to and or winning the Super Bowl this year they're not great. I don't. I don't think they would. I mean, they would be a little bit better, but not great if they got Odell Beckham. If if Odell Beckham Jr. decided to come home and play here, they're they're not great. Um, You know, the Saints have some issues. This week is going to be brutal. They're on the road at one of the best teams in the league, Tennessee, and it looks like Alvin Kamara isn't going to play. He's got a banged-up knee. Uh Uh-oh. See? Yeah, this, this, but um, well, you know, I- you, you hope next year with Michael Thomas coming back, and who knows what the quarterback situation will be, whether Jameis Winston returns, whether Trevor Simeon does well enough to in the second half of this season to get a shot for next year. 
if the rookie they drafted out of out of Notre Dame, Ian Book, matures because he was really really good in 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 college, and they they have him on the roster here. Uh, or, or if Taysom Hill finally gets a chance, I mean, but but does any does any of that sound really really exciting? Sounds like we're just patching stuff together and trying to make it work. Yeah, the Saints got a solid defense, and they have for a uh, for the last couple of years. And 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 where were they Sunday? Even though they, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't play that great their defense this past Sunday. But so so that's that. And since it was a one-year contract he signed with the Rams, there are some Saints fans thinking uh, Odell Beckham Jr. may come home next year when this season's over. But you know what's our what's our quarterback situation going to be like? And he he wants a, a great quarterback because he, he a he wants to, he wants to win. He, like I said yesterday. He's only been in one playoff game his entire NFL career. He's 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 never been a part of, of, of anything close to a to a winning team. And so um we'll see we'll see what happens with, with, with him and the Rams this year and then what he does at at the at the end of the season. And I mentioned who the Saints are playing uh, this Sunday. That's going to be that's going to be tough. And LSU, they're going to um they're going to play two quarterbacks on Saturday night, according to um, outgoing head football coach Ed Ogeron. They're they're gonna they're they're gonna start Max Johnson, who's been who's been playing, and he's he's all right. Oh, he, great young man. He's still young. I mean, I think Max Johnson, what's he, only a sophomore? Um, but he wants to get this freshman kid, he wants to get him some some snaps. And so he says LSU is going to play both of them on Saturday night. And boy, that LSU game last week in Tuscaloosa at Alabama against Nick Saban in the Crimson Tide. They were four touchdown underdogs, and and it, it came down to the last play of the game. They were, they they only lost by one of those touchdowns. It it came down to the, to the last play of the game, and you got to give uh, the LSU team because they have a a lot of players who who aren't playing. They're injured. They're out, and give all of those coaches, because all of those coaches are going to be out of work, in in a few weeks. The entire LSU coaching staff will be out of work in a few weeks. But give 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 the coaching staff credit for having that team ready to play football against um, either the best or the second best team in the country last Saturday night. So tomorrow they're they they they're going to play two quarterbacks, and and they want to see how this new freshman kid does as well. And we'll see who LSU hires to be their next head coach. And it'll be interesting to see what Coach O will be doing. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have to do anything with with the buyout, the um, multi-million dollar buyout he's getting 
multi, 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 multi million dollar buyout he's getting. He doesn't have to do anything for the rest of his life. He has to do commentary. I would love to hear him do commentary. Well, that's what I mean. We'll see him <laughs> pop up somewhere. It'll be fun to hear him. It would be have him do commentary on any NFL game. I would love to hear it. Any college game, yeah. <laughs> Hell, I, I, I listen to him do commentary on high school games. So, um, and here we are on Friday with another another big football weekend. And, boy, speaking of football, last night, the NFL Thursday night game, I don't think there's one person in our, in our King of the Bayou, our radio station, football picking contest, who picked the Miami Dolphins to beat You're the incorrect. Baltimore Ravens There's last night. one person who did. Me. I'm the only person that got a point. You picked Miami yes, last I night? That's did. why you're in first place. Yes, and now I'm four points. Yeah, see, yesterday I was three points ahead. Games. Now you're, you're, four, you're, yeah. you're four games ahead. Now I'm four. See that? I, I go How back. about that? Coleman, you're the only person that won. Yeah. Because I can't imagine anybody else in that uh, it, who, who who's who's – participating in our King of the Bayou football challenge who picked the Miami Dolphins to beat Lamar Jackson and the, and the Baltimore Ravens last night, and they sure did. That's what makes football great any given Sunday or any given Thursday night. And that's what makes the King of the Bayou uh, football challenge great. Anybody can win at any time. You don't, ne- you don't necessarily have to know anything about football to win. You just got to get lucky. Yeah, we've told you to sign up. I mean, even though we're about halfway through the season, we give out weekly prizes every week for the person who picks the most NFL games right, who picks the most winners, no point spread. And whoever does that, they get $50 to spend at Zapardo's Family Market. We do that every week. So if you haven't signed up for our King of the Bayou football challenge, there's still a lot you can win. It's fun, it's free, it don't cost none, and it only takes a few seconds to sign up. Go to our website and sign up. It's our King of the Bayou Football Challenge. You'll see it right there at Bayou957.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. You know whose birthday it is today? Happy birthday to former Spokane, Washington, NAACP President Rachel Dolezal. Remember her? She's the white woman who identifies as black. Well, today's her birthday. Happy birthday. She's getting her own reality show. It's called Here Comes Honky Boo Boo. <laughs> if you want to send her a gift, she's registered a Cracker Barrel. And she's 44 today, but she identifies as 29. So uh, happy happy birthday to Rachel Dolezal. Here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. So the girlfriend of Aaron Rodgers made some news yesterday because she she bragged about how big his penis is. Her name is Shailene Woodley. And uh, they started dating this year. 
I think I think Aaron Rodgers, the star quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, I think he dumped the the race car driver Danica Patrick, um, for her, or he, he met her not long after he broke up with race car driver Danica Patrick. But obviously, Aaron Rodgers has been in in the news a lot lately. He did not play last Sunday because he was suspended. Uh, he he missed the game because he he tested positive for uh, for COVID, and and you got to go away for uh, ten days or whatever it is, and and he, and he didn't play. And it's ironic the the, the quarterback who played for him. Is is the is the player who they drafted in the first round two drafts ago, and that angered Aaron Rodgers a lot because they didn't draft him an offensive lineman or another wide receiver or something someone to help him. They drafted someone to eventually take his job, and that that angered Aaron Rodgers, and um, that's why Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. And this looks like it's going to be his last year in Green Bay. But that that player, Jordan Love, it was his first NFL start, and he's he's got a long way to go. It looks like Rodgers he's playing Sunday this 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 week. He's back. Green Bay, they're they're a, they're a top pick to go to the Super Bowl this year. So, so with Aaron Rodgers being in the news, be, be, because he wasn't vaccinated and and he lied and he said he he was immunized, um, but he tested positive for COVID. His girlfriend, the actress Shailene Woodley, who I was not familiar with, I had never heard of her until he started dating her. She bragged about how well she knows her fiance. Oh, their fiance—they're—they're engaged. It's more than his girlfriend. She—she's his fiance. Well, she bragged about how well she knows her fiance, Aaron Rodgers' body. She posted on social media. And when she post when she posted on social media, she slammed one publication called the Daily Mail for misidentifying Aaron Rodgers in photos. She blasted the outlet for grasping its straws to disparage Aaron. Because there's a lot of people who aren't happy with Aaron Rodgers because he hasn't gotten vaccinated and he lied about it. And so uh, there's been a bunch of negative stuff written about Aaron Rodgers in the press over these uh, last couple of weeks. And his 29-year-old fiance took to social media to stick up for her future husband. Stick up? Um, In one of the pictures that they identified as Aaron Rodgers, they were wrong. She said, I know Aaron's body very well. First off, his feet, and no offense to this rando dude, are a lot bigger. 
So she was saying, this can't be my fiancé in the picture because because his feet um, are, are a lot bigger. Well, if it is true that Evan Rogers is well endowed, one can say he's a Packer. At least for the rest of this year, he is, Coleman. Um, and she was just saying some things on, on, on social media, but it's it's nice. You know your fiancé's got your back when uh, she says you, on the social media post, that uh, you, got a, you got a big Johnson. <laughs> That Aaron Rodgers junk isn't in the trunk. Because it's under the hood. Um I wish those two the best. I wish them well in their in their future. Um coming up next, it's this morning's big O segment. We, we still have a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Bayou, 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterlin. Since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. Always want to get your take on the Big O. And this morning, I want to get your take, especially if you're a woman. If you're a female listening, 
I, mean, I guess if you're if you're a, a, a man, you could text us your opinion on this. But the reason I'm asking for you to, to let us know what you think this morning, I'm asking for you to be a woman, is because People Magazine this week announced their annual Sexiest Man Alive. And this year, they said that person is Paul Rudd, the actor. Now, look, I don't have an opinion on this personally. I, I, he looks like a decent-looking guy. What do, you, what do you want me to say? Not my thing. But there are some women out there that said, wait a minute, you know, we think Paul Rudd's okay, but he is not the sexiest man alive. This female journalist named Nikki Gostin wrote a column, and she said, sorry, Paul Rudd is many things, but sexiest man alive is not one of them. Uh, she says she speaks for many, many women out there. When she saw this, she said, huh? And she says, don't get me wrong. I love Paul Rudd. Paul, if you're reading this, I'd pepper you with compliments if I could. You're adorable, cute as a button, seemingly ageless, charming, delightful. She says all of those things. And then she says, you're just not sexy. What? That's what that's what this female journalist says, Coleman. And then she goes on to say, "Sexy comes in many forms, but Ant Man isn't one of them." And it appears that this is something Paul Rudd himself is actually aware of. In the uh, in the in the People magazine in that issue that said he's the sexiest man alive, he said, quote, this is not false humility. There are so many people that should get this before me. That's what he said. Um, but did she make any recommendations? Some guy named... Rige Jean Page. I've uh, I've never heard of him. I guess he's in something uh, called Bridgerton. I guess that's a TV I show. Or, or I, don't, a movie. I don't know what the hell that is. So, so she said uh, she likes she likes him. She says Paul Rudd's vibe is more grounding. And and she she just doesn't she doesn't see him as as sexy. She's not just saying he's not the sexiest man alive. 
she doesn't she doesn't think he's 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 really sexy at all. That makes me wonder how she looks now. I wonder if she's the sexiest woman alive. I wonder if I was to go look at her page or her She's profile. not saying she's the sexiest woman. I know that, but I'm saying for her to judge what sexy and what sexy isn't, it makes me wonder how she looks. But isn't that, isn't finding another person attractive a lot like music? Yeah. Isn't it very subjective? Of course it is. So for her to go out on a limb and say, no, she is not the sexiest man alive, it makes me wonder what makes her think that she's the authority on that. Especially even after she said it, all, it uh, sexiness comes in different shapes and forms, yet she still goes out on a limb saying, with that being said, there's nothing sexy about Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is 52 years old. So that says something. I mean, here's a guy in his 50s who People Magazine said is the sexiest man alive. He's from New Jersey. Usually when you think of New Jersey, you don't think of sexy. That's not a word. I didn't, he doesn't sound like he's from New Jersey. If you'd have told me, if you'd have asked me, where do you think Paul Rudd is from, I wouldn't have never guessed New Jersey. He doesn't have that Jersey accent. By the way, Paul, Paul Rudd has been happily married for 18 years. and He's got two kids. Paul Rudd said his wife was stupefied when he won this award, when they found out. <laughs> but uh, in all honesty, women do find things attractive that men don't. The fact that he is married and he has kids and he's a family man, women find, that, find security in that. So the fact that he takes care of his family, he's a family man, women do find that attractive. Just like, um, who, who was just talking about? Pete Davidson, that comedian, right? Man, that that's some that's some incredible list of women that he's he's dated. Right, and you know, women have asked like, "What do you find attractive about this guy? He doesn't look sexy. He, he's not clearly not appealing." And they say, "Well, he does things like he take care of he he lives with his mom. He take care of his mom. You know, he's very charming. Like he's and he, and he's vulnerable. Some women are attracted to vulnerability. The fact that Pete Davidson and Paul Rudd are just." regular-ass dudes that take care of their family, women find that stuff attractive. You don't necessarily have to be chiseled or, you know, have charming, rugged looks and beards and all that. You can just be a regular dude that does good stuff for people, and people like that, women like that. That's why I'm asking if you're a woman, text us. Do you, what do you think of Paul Rudd being named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for the year 2021. Um, Do you think that that guy is sexy? Who do you think the sexiest man alive is? If If you're a female listening right now. Coleman, we got a couple of calls from People Magazine. They were asking for you. Um... A, a couple of weeks back. I missed them. See, I thought it was a, a spam risk number, so I didn't answer the phone. But, yeah, they did reach out to me. I found out later, but by the time I had reached back to them, they said, now nah, we already going with Paul Rudd. So I was, I was close, but the thing is, I'm, I'm more than sexy for one year. You may be the sexiest man of the century or the sexiest man forever and ever. Yeah, I would take that spot. But, you know, the People magazine, Sexiest Man Alive, is only for one year. I don't have an expiration date. Well, you wouldn't win the the 
humblest man of the year if they had had an award for that. This text says, Paul Rudd is freaking hot. Everyone has their own opinion on what's sexy. This one says, Jason Momoa or Remy Melek deserves it way more than Paul Rudd. I'm calling BS. They don't do sexiest woman alive, do they? No, because that would be sexist. Yeah, if we did sexiest mm-hmm. woman alive, then everybody would say, oh, you know, it's, it's misogynistic and all that. So you can't get away with stuff like that for um, women. This text says, who reads People Magazine anyway? But that's the trick. Nobody reads it. We all just look at the pictures. Well, when I first saw this, there were two things that popped into my head. I couldn't believe Paul Rudd was named sexiest man alive, and I couldn't believe People Magazine was still in circulation. Hey, somebody agrees. Uh, with... Paul Rudd is cute for sure, but not my pick. The Bridgington star Reg Jean Page, whoever that is, is who I would have picked. I don't know who this guy is. It's the second time. I've never watched Bridgerton. It doesn't seem like my type no, of No, I've never seen it either, so, so I, I didn't have no know. idea who that dude is. Although in the story I'm reading about Paul Rudd, it's got a picture of this guy and he's got a he's got a he's got a he's got a beard, but it's not it's not a bushy beard. This Reg Jean Page. Okay. Casey says, sounds like her definition of sexy is superficial and shallow. If this was written about women, people would flip out. Many women find being funny sexy. Sexy AF. This text says, it's his smiles and his dimples and his eyes. Hey, I've got dimples and, and I've got eyes. Nice smile. Um, yeah, that's what I want to hear from you. If, 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 if you're a female, do you think Paul Rudd is sexy? Um, who do you think the sexiest man alive is? Text us at 504-260-9595. Always keep them short. And if they're good, we will read your text coming up next on the show. And, and please never text while you're driving. See, if you ask me who the sexiest woman alive is, it would take me a little bit of time, and I would, I, would, I would have to probably give you a group of like five or ten that it would, be, it would be nearly impossible for me to pick one woman above some others. I, I, I would say, well, this woman is sexy, like Rachel McAdams, the, mm-hmm. the actress, you know. Um, but, but I think Anna Kendrick is just as sexy. Not, you know what I mean? I, it's hard to, 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 to pick one o- over the other. Um, yeah, you know, I find different who's, women. Who, who's, who's the model that, that, what's your name? She was in the, the Blurred Lines music video. Oh, Emily Shabrabber, I got a little bit of whatever Yeah, Emily Radikowski. Yeah, she's too skinny for me. I know you like thinner women. I like I like yes. big women. Yeah. So yeah, when it comes to what I find sexy is is different. Sometimes I find a woman's creativity sexy. Sometimes it is just physical. Sometimes uh, I find a woman sexy that you wouldn't think is sexy looking at her, but she has like a personality. You know, I, there's so there's different things that I find sexy in a woman. 
And it, it, I haven't met one woman that encompasses all that at once. So I can find a variety, like four, five, six, seven different women and say, man, these women are sexy and for all different reasons. They all look alike. They all dress. I mean, they all don't look alike. They all dress differently. They all have different interests. And you would be, you would be confused as to what my type would be because I don't necessarily have a type because I find different things attractive. Yeah, I kind of have a type, but it would be hard for me to pick one if there were a sexiest woman alive. I'd be able to narrow it down to maybe 10 or 12. Um, text us. I want to hear from you. I don't if, count, if, too. When you when you pick your sexiest man alive, it's not including me. So I'm sorry. You, yeah, it, it can't be me. And your texts are next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. You know what happened today? The very first known photograph of the Loch Ness Monster was taken. Locky. That happened today in 1933. Bigfoot took the picture. But, uh, you know, and, and they've, never, they've, they've never figured out what that was or if you've ever seen pictures of the Loch Ness Monster. The very first one was taken today in 1933. Big world mystery. Coming up next, your texts. And we asked uh, for women to text us this morning. I mean, you could text us if you're a guy, too. I mean, do you think Paul Rudd is the sexiest man alive? People Magazine named him that this year. Do, do you think um, he's sexy at all? Because we, we just read some things from a female journalist that said, He's a lot of things, but sexy is not one of them. Um, your texts on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning. John Osterlin here with you. If you're just joining us this morning's Big O segment, was Paul Rudd was named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive this week for the year 2021. I asked you, if you were a woman, to text us. Do you agree? Uh, do you think he's sexy? Who do you think the sexiest man alive is? His first text says, All the reasons that journalists listed is why Paul won the award. Sexiest is more than just skin deep. This text says, why does it always have to be celebrities? There are hundreds of thousands of very sexy men that are normal blue-collar workers. So do you think grabbing somebody that nobody knows who they are and just putting them on the cover of People magazine saying he's the sexiest man alive, that would make him famous, wouldn't it? Yeah, but he would still be a hard-working blue-collar person. <laughs> this text says, I think he's sexy. It's just sad that this title gives people an opportunity to bash his looks and give their opinions on what he's not or what they think he's not. All right. Check this one out. From Aaron Rodgers' penis size to Paul Rudd being the sexiest man alive. Are you guys gay? It makes sense. You're both not married and don't have any kids. What's ha. happening to my favorite show? Ha. <laughs> now, I've said I'm on record. I... I I said before, there have been times in my life I wished I was gay. It would make my life a lot easier. Marge says, Coleman should have won. I always, it, would, it wouldn't be unfair, though. 
This text says, Ryan Reynolds. All right, fairly attractive. You know what? When it comes to like Ryan Reynolds and Paul Rudd, Stephen Colbert, Pete Davidson, all the sexiest men alive have one thing in common is that they all have excellent sense of humor. It's never just like a, a stoic guy that ever made sexiest man alive. There's always somebody that can make you laugh. Shay says, I think his personality shines more than his looks. This text says, Paul Rudd is like your uh, hot dad neighbor. <laughs> you know, I, I'm enjoying these texts. I just wonder why they 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 never do a sexiest woman alive. They 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 don't do that. Is it that would be sexist and misogynistic? Is is that why? I believe so. If you did something called the sexiest woman alive, people would be outraged. It said you know it's misogynistic. You know it's uh, the whole Me Too thing. So yeah, you wouldn't be able to get away with that with a woman because then other women would feel insecure about themselves and they say oh. Here's an unrealistic portrayal of what women are supposed to be. What about the average woman? Kind of like Barbie dolls and stuff like that. We've been through this before. You know, women saying it's not a, 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 real, a realistic representation of what a man or a woman is supposed to be. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for the text. We appreciate it. I, I would have a tough time picking one sexiest woman alive. Uh, I... I so we, we'd be able to narrow it down a bit. I would, too, but I wouldn't know that whoever I would choose to be the sexiest woman alive, she'd weigh more than 150 pounds. I can't do these skin and bones chicks. See, that's where we differ. You you, you, you like women who are a little bigger. Yeah. Uh, I've always... I mean, I, I like some bigger women, too, but I, I don't know. I've always found heroin chic um, fairly attractive. Um, we invite you to text our show throughout our whole show, no matter what we're talking about. Give us your opinion. Always keep it short. But if your text is good, it, we'll, we'll read it on the show. Coming up, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Um, and, and we still got a lot to get to. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7. New oh, there was a, hey, coming up next. There, there was a. It took a long time, but there's finally been another Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan event. That's next on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. When I was a kid, I used to I, I used to love playing with Mr. Potato Head when I was a, when I was a little kid. Did you know that when Mr. Potato Head first came out way back in 1952, the only thing that it came with when you bought Mr. Potato Head was body parts on sharp spikes. 
You had to provide your own potato. I did know that, actually. You knew that? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it on the History Channel. Yeah, again, that started in 1952. The plastic potato didn't come around until the 70s when they decided maybe we'll sell more of these things if we if we actually put the potato inside of Mr. Potato Head. Or maybe <laughs> we would stop getting backlash from kids pricking themselves with the pins because they were too sharp. You know, beep, those things were pretty sharp. They're like actually fitting in a potato or sticking a potato. Yeah, maybe some people were bummed out that you were wasting a potato, not eating it, and, and you were using it to play this game. Because um, I, I remember the, well, I wasn't alive, but I've read about the potato famine. Remember the big potato yeah, famine yeah, in, the... in, in, in Ireland? People, uh, people, some people died because they're, they're, they, they ran out of potatoes. Um, I, I thought that was uh, a very interesting uh, fact. I, I, I had no idea when I was playing that I was, because I was a kid in the seventies, a little, little kid. I was I was maybe one of the first ones to ever to ever play Mr. Potato Head with the with the plastic potato that came with it. Did you know that Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head are the exact same potato? All you have to do is switch out the eyes and the lips and the hair bow. Now, you could actually take the parts from Mrs. Potato Head and put it on Mr. Potato Head and be the exact same thing. How about that? Well, some Potato Head facts. And I've got got something else here that I thought was fascinating. Did you know or do you know what the rarest mammal in North America is. Hmm. When I first saw this, I thought it was Kanye West. But a story just came out about how a homeowner in the state of Colorado just found the rarest mammal in North America hiding in their garage. The rarest mammal? Uh, a spotted bear? Nope. Huh. There's no such thing as a spotted bear, so that's why I thought that may be rare. Bigfoot. Sasquatch is pretty rare, right? We were just talking about the Loch Ness Monster took his picture today. Bigfoot is rare, but... The rarest mammal in North America that was just found hiding in some homeowner's garage out in Colorado was a is a black footed ferret. Evidently it escaped from a nearby colony and ended up in this person's garage. And when this person saw it, it made a phone call, and um, come come to find out, it, it ended up being the rarest 
mammal in North America. I learned something today. I think I used to own a Blackfoot ferret. I had two ferrets. Well, wait, slow down. A lot of people own ferrets, so ferrets aren't aren't rare. Right. But the black-footed ferret is the rarest mammal in North America. So that's different than than all of the ferrets that you see that that people have in their houses or yeah, have as pets. Because now I want to know what makes a black-footed ferret different from a regular-ass ferret. Because one of my ferrets did have black feet. So I may have had a, a rare mammal in my house and didn't even know it. Colorado Parks and Wildlife confirmed that a black-footed ferret was found in a residential garage in Pueblo, Colorado. And that home is located near a ranch that is home to a colony of the rare and endangered mammals. State officials there and biologists have been releasing ferrets onto that ranch. It's called the Walker Ranch since 2013. Does Chuck Norris own it? No. It is believed that the animal found in the garage came from that colony, from, from that ranch. Um, and and uh, a biologist said, we don't know exactly why the black-footed ferret left the colony. We put them into prairie dog burrows, but they may not stay. Sometimes they scramble around the colony to find the right home. This one might have gotten pushed out by other ferrets, and it went looking for a new home. We really don't know. It got rejected. And then, to answer your question, Coleman, the biologist said, this is extremely rare. Black-footed ferrets are nocturnal and extremely shy. For some reason, this one left the colony and was seeking shelter. Uh, we're just glad it, ap- it appeared healthy, not starving or sick, and we were able to capture it and return it to the colony. Now, here's the thing. If the ferret got pushed out of the colony and got rejected by the other ferrets, why would bringing it back be any different? It's going to get rejected again. and it's, You get what I mean? They should have did something else with it. Because if it got rejected the first time, bringing it back well, is going to get rejected again, right? Yeah, well, and then once they once they found this Coleman, they said finding the rarest mammal in North America in your garage is quite the way to start the week. Is there a way I can get financially compensated for having a rare mammal in my garage? Maybe that's what that homeowner in Colorado is wondering. This past Monday, an endangered black-footed ferret, the rarest mammal in North America was found in a garage on the west side of Pueblo, Colorado. And then they thanked the resident for making a phone call. And they thanked the wildlife officers out there. Yeah, but where can I exchange these thank yous for some kind of financial reward or compensation? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It was among nine black-footed ferrets released by biologists two weeks ago in an ongoing uh, effort to recover 
the black-footed ferret in North America. So they're hoping these black-footed ferrets, they got, it was, there's nine of them. Yeah. They're hoping that they do ferret sex. They, yeah. They, not just ferret sex, but they, they, they do black-footed ferret sex because they, they need more of these uh, mammals. Right. So the fact that this ferret was in this guy's garage and now he's helping by calling, he called the proper authorities and they found the black-footed ferret to be returned to the cow. He's, sa- he's saving a species. Throw the guy a few bucks, right? He's he's helping an endangered species. The least you can do is throw him a few bucks instead of just saying, thank you for saving this species that's going extinct and endangered. Yeah, you know, you would think, uh, I, I know I'd sleep better at night if, if I just helped save a species. Right, if, the, if, a, if a white horned rhino was in my backyard and I called somebody to come get it, hey, I'm helping. Some money. Give some money. Yeah, there aren't too many uh, white horned rhinos on the West Bank. Coming up, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. And coming up next, it took a long time, but there there was another Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan story. Just like that. Um, that's next here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. It took a long time, but there was another Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan incident. It happened the other day on a soccer team over in Europe for... It's a a female soccer team, and four women teammates were driving in a car when they went someplace, and they were getting out of the car, and these two guys with ski masks on and metal pipes grabbed one of the female soccer players and started hitting her in her legs. With the metal pipes. And then they ran away. Well, after a little investigating, one of that victim's teammates was arrested for orchestrating the whole thing. Setting it up. Because she wanted more playing time. Isn't that something? It it took a long time, but this is the first story I've I've seen of a Tanya Harding type of attack on a rival in the world of sports since. But there's a lot easier way to get more play time than orchestrating the beating of one of your teammates' legs. All you have to do is. Be a better soccer player. See, if you were a better soccer player, you would get more time on the soccer field. But now that she got caught in this investigation, she might not have any playtime after this. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, she uh, and, and, the, and the soccer team out there is saying that they're, they're cooperating and they're following 
uh, the investigation, and they will uh, make any move that they have to make. But uh, it took a long time. I remember that 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 Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan situation. Uh, And all these years later, it just repeated itself. Female European soccer. That's not the dumbest thing I read all morning, even though it's a really stupid thing. That's coming up next. And it has to do with a balloon. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. A man who recently rode on top of a hot air balloon just set the world record for doing that. Say what? He, he's a French balloonist. I didn't even know that was a thing, a balloonist. I wonder how many kids growing up, when they say, what do you want to be? Oh, oh, I want to be a fireman, you know, I want to be a baseball player. I want to be a balloonist. Okay, but I want to make sure I hear you correctly. He was on top of a hot air balloon. Yes. Not in the basket. No, no, he was on top of, of the hot air balloon. Was the hot air balloon in the air when it happened? Yeah, it was in oh the air. Oh, my God. That, that's the world record part of it, Coleman. His name is Remy Ouvard. He's a French balloonist. You would think out of all the countries on the planet, France would have the, the best balloonist. I mean, all right. He got the world record for being on top of a hot air balloon while it was in the air. I'm just going to assume he got the world record because he's probably the only person willing to do such a thing, right? I'm hoping. No, uh, there were a few others. Wow! What is going on with people? You know, (laughs) Guinness has the Book of World Records, and there are... Most world records are things people wouldn't think about doing. Exactly. Sit... He was on top of a hot air balloon, not in the basket, on top of the balloon itself. Yes, on top of the hot air balloon. If I was the Guinness Book of World Records, I would say we don't even want to record this because that's just, that why. And what what was the world record? He was 4,016 meters above the ground. Oh, all right. So it's going by distance, not time being on top of the... Yeah, it's how high, Ah. high the balloon is in the air. That's what, um, (laughs) crazy. And if you were like me and you were wondering exactly how high 4,016 meters is, um, a a meter is a, a little over three feet. Yeah. So, it's up there. I'm perplexed now because in order to get a hot a hot air balloon going, there's like this little flame fire thing that you have to you have to pull it down and that hot air fills the balloon up. So how did he get on top of the balloon without it without him burning himself? 
Did they, did he wait for the balloon to finally expand and then he got on top of it? Yes. Or? Okay. All right. This this is wow. Ugh. <laughs> hey, different people have different goals, dude. It's different strokes for different strokes. Clearly, uh, you know, this guy wanted to 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 break the world record for being on top of a hot air balloon, and it's the highest in the air it's ever been. And he he did that. He's a French balloonist. And um, I don't know what's worse, that somebody wanted to do this or there's more than one person willing to do this so they can break the record. Meaning that now that somebody saw that, someone else is going to say, well, I'm going to try to beat that and go 5,000 feet in the air on top of the damn uh, meters, blue, meters, yeah. whatever the hell. Jeez. Anyways, the man who rode on top of a hot air balloon got so high, he did it for so long that he just set up. World record. He probably was high thinking about this stuff. Good for him. He's a, he's a world record holder. He he's he accomplished that. I've never done that in my life. But that's the dumbest thing I read all morning. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I have points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Right, Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station.